Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, doing guys. Welcome back into NRL Fantasy Analysis. In this one, I wanted to go through the team list just in a little bit. There's not too much to, to say on these teams. There's only a couple of you know, minor changes, a few guys that are still left out, like, you know, Pap and these types of guys, so we'll talk about that, but, you know, something I've been getting asked about very frequently in the last few days is, you know, with the news that Pap might be, you know, could be out just this one more week, or probably another one after that, a lot of people are going, you know, it's time to, time to move him on, and, you know, my, my question to that is, did anyone find out how to, you know, get unlimited trades, did anyone found the unlimited trades button somewhere on, in all fantasy, let's have a look. No, I don't think you can do it. So that's going to be an issue, right? The trades is going to be the biggest, the biggest issue here. And my my thought, if you're someone that's looking to trade a pap, you know, people are trying to take Teddy. And, you know, there's a chance, a good chance he plays this week, or you know, maybe it's one week off, for example. Yes, I understand that you're saying that you know, if they miss the next two weeks, that makes eight and nine, and they play for what four weeks, and then they they're back off for Origin again. And but what you've got to look at is is their averages, right? If you're thinking about getting rid of pap. He's averaging 75, for example. Who else have we got there in the top? Um, yeah, we got Mom as like a top top center, for example. Teddy's probably not up there anymore, but he would have been around that 60 market for, for the majority of the season. Um, yeah, those kind of guys, when they come, when they do play, when they're playing well, they're the way, way high in the top in their position in terms of their points. So you miss out on all that. And and the biggest issue is that trades, right? If you're, I think for you, if you're sitting at 27 or more coming into this week, I think you can, I think you can do it. You can trade one of those guys only, I think. If you're sitting at 25, 24, there's a lot of people at 22 doing, you know, max trades, obviously. And they'll be sitting at 20 after this. You're going to be wanting Pat back. You're going to be wanting these guys back in your team. And, and it's two trades in and out, uh, out and in, sorry, to maybe pick up an extra... 100 points if we're lucky. Let's just say over the next two weeks, you might pick up an extra 30 in each of those weeks. Gives you 60 over two weeks for, for one of those trades. And then maybe you've picked up, you pick up someone who is playing only, is only going to miss one game. So they maybe they play the round 13 by. Maybe it's a Clint Gutherson or something like that. 
Adam Dewey, these types of guys. You pick them up, they play the one extra game over that period, maybe two, if there happens to be you know, resting for someone like Pat. Yeah, they might get an extra you know, 30 to 40, as I said, and you might get an extra 100 points over that period, and then you're probably looking to, to bring back Pat after Origin, for example, or however you want to look at it like that. And is that 100 points worth it in the grand scheme of things? And I don't, I don't think it is. You know, 100 points at the moment is, is you know, a, few, a few hundred ranks, Right, so 1760, you'd be sitting around 1,400, 1,300, 1,200 max at this stage. And obviously, the, the further the season goes, that 100 points is you know, worth less and less in terms of how, how close you are to each ranking. So that's kind of the main thing I wanted to say with, with if you were planning on trading those types of guys. And, and that's a strategy you can definitely use, and I understand why it can work, but you can't have been trading you know, like crazy during the first bunch of rounds unless you're thinking about holding off trades for the next five weeks, but come on, which one of you guys are actually going to do that? You know, you trade him out now and you don't make many trades until round 13 and then you and then you kind of, you can trade hard through that period and, and you can make up a lot of points there, but you kind of have to be in either a lucky state right now and you, you don't haven't had to have made too many trades, your team's doing pretty well, or you're looking to hold off for the next bunch of weeks. But we know what happens, the suspensions come, the, the big injury, you know, the season injury, ACL injuries come, all that sort of stuff, and then you, you end up making trades through that period. So, you know, for me, in my team, I'd, I'd be looking to, to just keep hold of him for now. I have enough players to cover that I might, you know, I could improve my team to maybe 20 to 30 points more over the next couple of weeks, but is that worth making trades to do that? I could probably hold steady this week and not even not even trade and sit at 25 and, and you know, once, you know, 13 comes closer, if, I've, if I'm sitting with 21, 22 trades at sort of the halfway point of the season, then then you're doing really well and you can trade pretty heavy through the buy period, get a lot better uh, through your team and then and then really build your gun 17 and or 17 slash 18 around that period in round 17 or 18 where, you know, by that stage you're looking to have already had about 13, 14 guns and then maybe three to four uh, after that round 17 buy if, if you'd like to few of those guys that are, that are having a buy in round 17. So that's my thoughts around that, guys. Let me know what you think around that. Obviously, yeah, you can completely make your own decision, but I think 27 trades is, is kind of the the high limit as to what you'd need bef- if before thinking about those types of trades going forward. So there you go. But um, Raiders and Rabbitohs, yeah, not, not too much to talk about here apart from Josh Papali being uh, dropped, I believe. So actually taken out of the side or rested, however you want to call it. Uh, CHN keeps his spot. And for him, you know, with, with how much this team's moving in terms of their, their forward pack, they have a, a bunch of... A bunch of forwards for you know a limited amount of positions. They do have more middles than they do edges. So their their big one is is Hudson Young uh, is the number three. So you've got Corey, you've got Elliot, and then Hudson Young is now your third option. And there's every chance that he could come back into that starting side. So Corey should do pretty well if he's getting a big minute role in that number eleven role. But there's every chance that Hudson Young comes back and takes that spot. You know all that sort of stuff. But Corey has scored well in the past, and I'd be happy if. Yeah, I'd be I'd be content if you picked him up. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill anyone for uh for doing that. So that's that one there. And on the on the bunny side, you have um Gags playing the centers like pretty much like he did last week anyway. Um, Benji in the six roles so is kind of actually how actually how they lined up, even though it wasn't named that way uh, last round. So yeah, let's see how that game goes. You'd imagine that the bunnies would would beat the Raiders with how they're playing in the moment. Colin Matangi is another one to talk about. My my thoughts around him, he did score really well last week, but he the the games that he played beforehand, he wasn't making any money for you. So there's a big 
you know, more like to say eighty percent chance that he just goes back to those scores, and the sixty-seven isn't a, isn't a normal score for him. So keep that in mind going forward. Uh, we'll move to the next game and Storm and Sharks. So this one here, Nico Hines keeps that number one jersey. As I said, we're talking Pat maybe this week out and one more possibly could be back next week. Um, you know, Bellamy wasn't too uh, keen on him being back so soon. They thought he might be two to three weeks. So that's that one. But what can you do? Um, and yeah, nothing really changes for them. Welch is still a holder. A few people ask me about him. Keep holding him. Um, Munster, Hughes, doing great. Kennedy, I think you hold steady if you've got him. Chambers, people asking me about Chambers as an option. and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Katoa's coming back soon. Yeah, there's going to be some shuffles around. Is Chambers going to keep it? How's he, how's he going to go coming back from, from overseas? For him, he has never been an amazing fantasy scorer in the centres. So yes, he's really cheap. Usually sits around the 400k or so mark, but I think you can at least wait a week and, and see what he does uh, in that position. And especially against the um, just against the storm, you don't really need to rush with those types of guys. Um, but Tate Wilson goes back to the bench with Wade Crane coming back. So if you're if you're playing him, I'd probably try and hold off and have him in the emergencies this week. Broncos and Titans. So. What can we say about the Broncos and changing? What is that? Changing their uh, changing their halves more than I than I change my underwear. So that's that's saying something. But Milford and Gamble in there this time and tough gig for for Crofty Crofty and Deed and obviously Deed and signing with my Cowboys. That's probably like yeah, see you later, mate. But um, yeah, I think they they actually played alright last week. That obviously didn't go as well. But the week before they actually you know had it put up a fight against the the uh, the Penrith there. So. Um, but their games, you know, start to improve now. They had that four-week block against the really tough teams. And if you're holding a Sarko, for example, I'd, I'd keep hold of him. Uh, games should get a little bit easier for him going forward. And, you know, maybe they can score a few more points and he can kick some, kick some goals and be a part of those tries, for example, as well. Turpin, I think you can trade if you want. I'm actually tempted to just hold him this week. He's not going to lose you a hell of a lot of money. I'm not sure. I know these uh, break-evens here aren't perfect. But at 635k, is a break-even of 52. And... And my my thoughts are that he will get more than forty minutes. Like, where are we here? Yeah, forty one minutes wasn't wasn't that great, but you know, his 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 PPM was great in that time. And if you can get closer to fifty minutes and, and a score around that forty, you could probably still play him and and uh and do okay there. I I just feel like around his price point there aren't an incredible amount of options unless you need a, a, a gun center right now, you could trade straight to him or you know, a decent fullback, but the rest of the guys, I think, you know, unless you can, you've got the extra 50 or so K to go to Moses and you need a half, for example, I feel like it's it's probably not the right week. And my thoughts around is if you can wait uh, another week, something something better might come up. Uh, you may have an injury to another player and and they might need to be traded or you can trade both of them and, and get both of them to guns. You know, there's, there's a few things that, you know, so if, there's a lot that can happen in a week of footy. So I think that, He's not an urgent sell. He might probably lose, you know, fifteen, twenty k this week. But yeah, sometimes he's going to cop that, and that's what I'm thinking with some of the the cheaper guys, the Stefanos, these types of guys. There, they might lose a tiny bit of money this week, but yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. Uh, Payne Haas, great option this week. We spoke about him. Titans, I think Brimson for him. You'd like to see him give a couple more weeks in a row where he gets around that fifty points and a lot of more tackle breaks, and then you can think about picking him up maybe before around thirteen. Um, same with guys like Kelly Thompson. Fogs, you can wait a little bit on them. Uh, you know, make sure they aren't getting injured before round thirteen, for example. Because if that's the reason you're getting them, you can just wait that a little bit longer. They're not going to go up too much in price. For example, um, similar with Peachy, but if you want a center right now, I think he's probably close to your best option. 
Fafita, always a good option to get in, no matter when you want to. Also, you got Tessie in there at 18th, man. Oh, he's close. He's close. <laughs> Uh, Panthers and Eagles. So Dylan Edwards is a great option. Just wor- I'm just worried about his injury history, really. So he's going to score great. He's he's not going to he's going to score well for you in round thirteen, which will be awesome. But yeah, there's so many more weeks to round thirteen. A lot of the guys you can just hold on. But if you're needing a wing fullback, he's going to be a good option. Stephen Crichton, I don't think he's a trading in this week. I think he's a hold if you have him, and you know he's a wait and see because I like I owned him last last year and he he. Had to score a lot of tries to even score well, and he, he still wasn't even a keeper. Like I, I kept him for the back end of the year, it's kind of like an 18th man, uh, but I wouldn't be thinking about him right now. I said you can give it a little bit and see. He looked really strong last week, and if he can keep that up, great. But if not, yeah. Um, Toto Cleary, Luai, all good options. Obviously, you've got to think about Toto maybe playing in Origin. Same with Luai. Happy Coruscant's back, which is really good for for him, which means Kenny owners. It's probably time to sell. Uh, yeah, had a good run with him, basically. Kirk Cadwell's a hold. The Eagles side, Tommy Trebojevic, shouldn't score as well this week. And, you know, something to think about if you're rushing to bring him in. I think he's in, like, 27% of teams now. It's crazy. What we had there? Let me get that. Tommy, 28.7% of teams. And uh, who's hot and who's not list has actually changed a lot this week. So, can't believe Pat, negative 3%. It's crazy. Uh, O'Sullivan makes sense. Turpin makes sense. Oiland, Tessie, Little. So, they'll, you know, the Trell. All these ones I can handle, but... Yeah, that Pat one's a bit full on. Um, and then Walsh, 12% of teams have brought him in, which is interesting. Another 5% with Tommy. So for him, you know, just think about it. He, he absolutely dominates the game and gets like a 60-odd, whereas someone like Ponga, Teddy, they can, have, they can you know, not completely dominate, but have a really good game and they can get 100. So just, just remember the ceiling for him is a little bit lower than it is for some of the other wing fullbacks. And that's why in the past he's only been like a top five wing fullback rather than a top two or three. So think about that, but... You know, if you're holding Saab, you probably wouldn't want to play him this week. I'd imagine a pretty low score from some of the backs in this squad. And same with Garrick. I wouldn't be running into his, you know, couple of 60 scores. DCE as well, you think would have a decent game. But, you know, just remember what happened when they weren't playing as well or weren't winning in their previous uh, previous weeks. He didn't score as well. Lockie Croker, I'd be holding. Uh, Hamule, for him, I think he's just priced a bit too high right now. Schuster... I wouldn't expect an amazing score this week, and he's getting to a you know 550k. I, I wouldn't be looking to possibly bring him in now. I think you know you've probably already got him in. Yeah, majority of us would, but if you don't, I'd I'd probably leave it. Some other guys that you can bring in a bit cheaper and will score okay. Uh, but that's about all with those two guys, dogs and the eels. Again, not too much to talk about. They're very low scoring well, so what well on if you own him, Elliot? I think you can hold. Yes, he had a terrible score, and but he's not going to score that bad again. <laughs> Cross if you own him, but you know seventeen in eighty minutes. If he's getting if he's getting a full eighty minutes, then he'll he'll continue to with this with this bench. I think he's going to score well, and yeah, you you'll be okay. Yeah, so you lo- might lose a bit of cash this week, but it's the same as Teddy. I think you just got to hold them steady, uh, steady Teddy. Wow. Um, what else are we talking about? Oh, Lukey Thompson. I think he his minutes are really encouraging. I think that's really good for for someone like him. He should be able to score somewhere in 50-55 range. A 47 on the weekend was a bit low in four, in 63 minutes, so I wouldn't be worried about that. On the eel side, Madison comes back through the bench. So, really good news for Papali'i again. Maybe Madison comes on and steals 20 to 30 of his minutes. So, keep that in mind or maybe he comes on and takes Lane's minutes because Lane hasn't been as you know, anywhere near as good. Um, well, it's probably been one of their we'll say one of their worst players in the park. They've had some pretty good uh, pretty good players this year, so I'd say Papali'i or Lane will lose a couple of minutes to Madison this week. But 
Um, Dogs, who else we got? Deets. Deets is playing. If you've got him, I wouldn't be uh, having him in your starting side. Onto the Knights and Roosters. Caelan Ponga, always a great option. Uh, yeah, another tough game, but I would, I'd be expecting more than 40 this week. Kurt Mann, I think, is a really strong buy this week. If you need a cheaper half, he's in, what, about 580k? Um, he, he takes over a lot when, when Pierce isn't playing, or you know, even when Pierce was playing last year. He, when he's a dominant six, he, he tends to score just over 50. So slightly underpriced for that. Braley, a must-have. Watson, hold him. Keep holding him. He's averaging 50-odd. Um, the only question was going to be this week. No, who they got coming back? Oh, Fitzgibbon was possibly going to be named, but he's in the reserve. So I wouldn't worry about, you know, I had a question about Fitzgibbon. Is he going to take some of Watson's minutes or is Barnett going to move to 13? Yeah, possibly. But Fitzgibbon coming off an injury, I'd I'd imagine that, you know, he wouldn't be playing big minutes. Maybe Barnett could play in the middle a little bit, but I'd, be, I'd still be expecting Watson to play in the mid-50s. Uh, Rooster side of things... If Teddy is out, so I imagine they just bring in Ikevalu in, who's in the 19 jersey. They've got Suwali on there, but I doubt that's going to happen yet. Ikevalu would come in, Manu goes back to one. They played well with it last week. I don't know why that would change again. Um, Walker, I think, is a safe play now. He's had one bad game, and that was against the Storm. So I think you can safely play him in your, in your, you know, on, your on your back four, your interchange there. Sam Verrells, you could probably wait another week or two. I'm not stressed about bringing him in right this second. I don't think he's going to make a crap load of money over the next few weeks, but he could be a, a nice slower burn cash cow over you know the whole buy period. And, and it'd be nice if he gets limited minutes until like round 14 and everyone brings him in or uh, and then you can go from there. But Crichton's been great last week. Tupanua's doing okay. Keep holding him. Victor Radley looks like he's warming up a bit, which is good. Um, that's been all on that one. So what else we got? A couple more games to go. Warriors, Rogers being named in the one jersey. I believe he had a dislocated finger in a warm-up on the, on the weekend. So that's, that's never going to be great for your fantasy prospects and his, you know, his scoring as well. So let's talk again of Reese Walsh possibly defending at fullback um, and, and you know, playing six in attack. I, I don't see the point in him defending in fullback. Rogers one of the best defensive fullbacks in the game. So hopefully it just stays exactly like this and Roger plays one you know, and, and can roam again across the field in attack and, and plays and plays his defense there because he's, you know, especially against the Cowboys, I think you'd want you want to make sure you get a win this week. And, you know, last week it was like, yeah, okay, you can you can have a bit of have a bit of fun against the Storm, you know, give it a try. But uh, against the Cowboys, they'd really want to make sure they get a win. So happy to see Roger back there. He's definitely a hold. Reese Walters, is, yeah, he's definitely a pickup if you need someone who can cover the wing fullback position. Um, Josh Curran got off his uh, suspension, which is really good, and, and you could definitely play him this week. I th- I'd expect him to score well. Good to see Tohu back, and hopefully he stays. We need him. We definitely need him. I'll not be playing Stefano again. <laughs> uh, on the Cowboys side, Hampton, you probably wouldn't want to be picking him up now, but you definitely just keep holding, keep holding. Hopefully there's no Deedon or, or Townsend coming into this team anytime soon. Tamalolo comes back. Again, you can hopefully wait a few weeks on him, and and he can uh, lose some cash, and then you can possibly pick him up if he's playing good minutes. But, you know, two broken hands, you'd want to let him wait on a little bit. Dragons and Tigers. So, I think still think Dufty's a hold. It's good to see Bird back in the number three position. Lomax is definitely a hold. He'll come good. They're playing the Tigers. He'll probably dominate this week, um, which most of the back line should. So, it's a really smart one to hold all those guys. Dufty, Bird, Lomax, etc. Max Vega comes on, comes on to the... Onto the number five jersey with Pereira being suspended, so I don't think he's an option at the moment. I'd, I'd like to watch him play in a in a first grade game before making any decisions there. Ben Hunt comes back again. Wait and see with him. See how he plays. 
Uh, they do play round 13, but there's a chance that he might play Origin, maybe in the number 14 jersey, something like that. Uh, he, has, he was playing well this year, so something to think about. Uh, McCulloch, a great option still. Alvaro, yeah, you can still kind of keep playing him. He's averaging, you know, he'd be close to between 35 and 45, you'd imagine. On the Tigers side, Dane Laurie, definitely hold. Dewey, still, still a possible bring-in, I think. I think he's going to, you know, if that's going to be his lowest score, that's very normal for a wing fullback, and you play, you'd be playing him there, I imagine, over the halves, which is cool. Brooks, you're almost at the stage now where you can try and hold until round 14 and then move him on, but you'd hope that he gets a few a better scores if, you know, and hopefully the Tigers play a bit better. Simkin, keep playing him. I think he's going to get the same, 65, 70 minutes, round of 40, 45, 50 points, depending what happens. Maybe get some attacking stats in there somewhere. If they start to play a bit better and they're actually you know on the front foot and he can get out of dummy half, but uh, people ask me about Alex Twal and I think you know you're not selling him, you're holding definitely. I'd be cautioning around buying just because his minutes are very inconsistent at the moment, and he might he might get seventy this week in terms of points, but he might get forty five just based on his minutes. So something to think about there. Lucy Leilu, I still think is a great option, just averaging in the mid fifties, doing good. Stefano moves back to the bench, but. Again, he scored good on the bench. He scored all right on the starting side. Either way, I don't think it really matters for him. Um, is that it? That's it. Yeah, there you go, guys. Let me know if you enjoyed that or if you know the, the stuff I was talking about at the start really helped you out. If you're liking this, uh, please hit like, hit subscribe. I appreciate all the support. We'll catch you in the next few videos, guys, talking about uh, my team, the trades I might be making, uh, and also the people's squad and the alternatives. So hope you enjoyed that. We'll catch you in the next one, guys. Bye-bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.